Hello, friends, and welcome to a new episode of Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And Penny, I just want to say, Gras vom Krampus to you. Greetings from Krampus. Oh, danke schön. I don't know if they do it in German, too, but there you go. <laughs> uh, well, it is the holiday season, and we, of course, uh, cannot be a spooky chat show at holiday season and not talk about our boy, Krampus. Yes, our big furry boy. Our big furry boy. <laughs> You're going to have to edit out 10 minutes of me laughing at that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is actually very exciting because uh, Krampus Knocked, like the actual holiday of Krampus Knocked is tomorrow, December oh, 5th. it is. Yeah. So at the time that we're recording this, it is the night before Krampus Knocked. <laughs> oh, man. And all through the house everyone's getting ready for the big furry boy i hope i've been good (laughs) we both know we haven't been especially not after the episode we just recorded (laughs) nope Uh, so uh let's get into this if you i i feel like most of our audience is probably somewhat familiar with krampus at this point uh he's definitely become more popularized in america over the last like 10 years um but krampus is the he has austrian and bavarian roots in folklore uh he's actually a pagan character he's a Mm. a part of the the winter solstice in the pagan traditions um but he was later kind of uh, adopted into the you know austrian christianity like the christian timeline of being the counterpart to saint nicholas mm-hmm. and that is how most of us know him at this point as kind of spa- spanta <laughs> not spanta uh, santa's spooky twin brother um and he is the kind of well he's he's literally i mean he's a he's a half goat half man type demon type boy who comes on krampus Knocked, which is again december 5 to collect up the bad children in his satchel. Uh, and then he takes them away to, depending on which story you consult, to uh, beat them or drown them. Or mm. in my in my favorite iterations, eat them and drag them to hell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, there you, there you go. I love Eastern Europe. I, lo- <laughs> I love that, like... Austrian kids are getting dragged to hell and we get like a lump of coal. I love that for us. <laughs> right. I know. I So I know you said that Krampus is pretty well known, but uh, not not to call her out. But I was talking about Krampus at Thanksgiving and my mom had not heard of him. <gasps> so I feel I feel like he's he's well known among among us weirdos. <laughs> but maybe he hasn't reached full like cultural penetration just yet. But I was like, yeah, he's like Santa, but he beats you and <laughs> takes you away in his sack. <laughs> you know, it's like Santa, but a demon. Right? But, but, but mean. Maybe we should, maybe we need like Krampus billboards at Christmas if, if the word needs to be spread. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't forget about Krampus. <laughs> the reason for the season. The reason for the season. Oh, so Krampus, he, uh, He's still, I mean, he he, he had had popularity in, in other cult countries and cultures this whole time. Um, 
still to this day, there are festivals in Austria and many places in the the Eastern Europe region um, where they do Krampusnacht festivals. And uh, specifically a tradition that I would love to see in person someday is the Krampuslauf, the Krampus run, um, where used to be men back in the day, like all men, but now it's men, women, children, theys, thems, everyone who is interested in dressing up as a goat man. Anyone will, can be a Krampus. Anyone can. Krampus Equality is, now. <laughs> Krampus is not bound by the gender binary <laughs> whatsoever. Um, and yeah, people will dress up as Krampus and run through the streets, terrifying children. Nice. Uh, I, man, I just... I want to know why America doesn't have because this is, I mean, very popular in other cultures. In I mean, other, there's Belschnickel. There's like mm-hmm. the the Iceland has a Christmas witch. Like this is a very popular thing in other cultures. <laughs> it is. Well, we so you need to come up to Milwaukee for Christmas sometime, Midge. Um, hopefully, it'll come back. Obviously, you know, paused pre-COVID, but we did sure. have a Krampus fest. Do you truly um, up here? And it also involved a Krampus parade where all of the oh. people dressed as Krampus would promenade. Um, and they had like an alter, an alt Christmas market as part of like the whole Krampus festivities. So um, I, I feel like Milwaukee. <laughs> right. Well, we, we are very Bavarian. It was held at the Bavarian beer hall here. Oh, well, so. there you go. You had yeah. the full the full European experience, and actually, one of my old coworkers was very very dedicated to it, and she had like a full body Krampus outfit. Suit. Um, oh yeah, and she she wore it to one of our work holiday parties one year, oh my God. and it was incredible. And I think she I think she made like wee Krampus outfits for her sons too. And like <laughs> the first year, he was like too afraid to be Krampus, but then he. As he got older, he got he got into it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, this is slightly off topic, but I got to we. If you have listened to the pod for a while, you know we filmed the first first mm. four episodes, or well, episodes like three through seven or whatever. Yeah, in Milwaukee, uh, I went and visited Penny up there, and I just Milwaukee's nuts, and I love it. <laughs> I <laughs> I knew great. that there were some place. I've heard that like. California, some areas of California have Krampus Festival, which, you know, they they get all the good stuff. They have all the like Halloween markets and the cons and everything. So that didn't surprise me. But I guess it makes sense. Like you said, I mean, Milwaukee has very like Austrian, Bavarian, German rich culture so that yeah that and it, it wasn't it hasn't been like like we didn't have it when i was a kid it's definitely like it's as part of kind of the krampus revival <laughs> uh well let's <laughs> let's talk about this about how krampus came to america shall we yes uh so first of all Obviously, he starts as as folklore. It's more of a story, a fable. He comes, he scoops you up, puts you in his pack. Mm -hmm. Uh, Come like the 1800s, there are lots of, I'm sure some of you have seen these, uh, greeting cards with Krampus, featuring Krampus, Mm -hmm. that became really popularized (laughs) in the early 1800s. I love that there were weird people like us at this point that were like, you know what is missing from the holiday card industry? Right. I, I, I know. I feel I feel like we could have a whole discussion about this, but I remember I was reading, I think it was like a Twitter thread or something last year where they were like, Christmas cards were pretty new and like there was not an established like language of like, oh, you put a wreath or a reindeer 
or Santa on it. And so there are so many old time holiday cars that are just like, I don't know, goat man. Dead bird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If y'all have not watched, uh, Rachel Maxey had a video where she like went through Uh, old Victorian cards. (laughs) And literally some of them are just like, it's like a dead bird laying on its back. It's like, have a happy holiday season. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, okay. But so Austri- Austrian greeting cards start using him pretty um, commercially, I guess mm-hmm. would be the good, the best word for it. And that's when the uh, Krampus, as we know him now, really started to gain popularity uh, in, you know, in Western culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't see Krampus over here until much later. Um, but really, well, there's there's kind of two two Krampus awakenings. <laughs> One is in the mid-century, and this is where we start seeing Krampus portrayed as a woman quite quite frequently. And I am I am obsessed with Lady Krampus. I she's always depicted as kind of this, which of course you know now isn't a big deal, but the time this is like sexual politics. She's depicted as this like harlot, kind of sexy, like flappery type woman who's like you know in charge of her stuff but like in a bad way at the time (laughs) and she's scooping up drunk men and like swatting them with her sticks yes we'll we'll put some of these in the in like the stories on instagram uh to to give you some good krampus cards to look at here i I just saw one on twitter like yesterday where she she was she was putting tiny men in her sack and her little Mm -hmm. her little basket and the the tweet was just like look at the look on that guy's face he's never gonna be a good boy again (laughs) that's yeah the men don't look afraid no they're like ooh, giant lady put me in your basket But yeah, we start seeing uh, him represented a lot more, almost almost like Gil Elvgren, like very like pinup situations. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> there's one where Krampus is like proposing to a woman, and she's like, "Oh my stars and goddess. Oh. And there's like one where a very large woman is holding a very small Krampus, like she has tamed him, and she's got mm. his stick. Like it's it's hilarious. So we see this in like the the mid kind of century era um he he kind of makes a little bit of a reappearance so uh then when we really start seeing krampus in america is in 2004 uh there was a a gentleman by the name of monte and i don't know if it's beauchamp or beecham depending you know like depending Mm, on if it's the american pronunciation or not how much stank you put on it (laughs) yeah um but he does a a book in 2004 called devil in design and this and it actually made a like an art show um brought an art show to america about krampus and so that that is when really the popularization here started happening when people became aware and when we start seeing you know krampus festivals popping up things like that um so and then of course our, our big thing that kind of I feel like in our in our generation uh, was 2015 the Krampus film oh, with yes. uh, Adam Scott and I think Tony Collette is the, <laughs> the the woman in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually not seen that film. 
I, I really want to, but it's like a horror comedy. I remember when it came out because we were, I mean, I would have been in early college. Um, but that I feel like is when we really start seeing uh, like Krampus merch, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Spirit released a Krampus animatronic, like uh, we're seeing Krampus Christmas sweaters and, you know, things you can purchase that are, are Krampus uh rooting <laughs> yes i i i know you i'm sure also love the little emmett sprout cute krampus uh, yes! he's so little and mean he's so cute yeah if you if y'all don't know uh emmett sprout i would definitely check her out if you're looking for some krampus gear for christmas she's got krampus christmas sweaters krampus like long john jammies <laughs> all kinds of really really cute stuff um but yeah, so that's kind of how we we got to where we are now. And as Penny mentioned, like we're still, I think if you're not a weirdo, maybe people still aren't <laughs> quite as aware of Krampus. But um, I just, I love, I, I, I'm fascinated by it. I really am. I'm, I'm fascinated by, and I, I know you know that I, I did a Lady Krampus. Yeah, uh, I, last I actually Christmas. Did, I did a Lady Krampus inspired by your Lady Krampus. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, if you, if you need some, uh, Glampus inspiration, yes. actually, this is, this is not, t- this is kind of off topic, but, um, the artist Grizzly Workshop, uh, who is a very, very, very talented sculptor. Like mm-hmm. if you like claymation and like Jim McKenzie type art, um, she does similar art to this. Like it's very, it's very Burton looking, which I love. Um, Anyway, she does these little like spooky ladies that pop out of like they're they kind of come out of like a tree, <laughs> mm. um, and she is making one based off of my lady Krampus that looks like oh, me. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> I I fully passed away. She tagged <laughs> me in a um like an Instagram story, and I was like, "Is that is that <laughs> me? Is that my voice? Am I the Krampus? <laughs> Am I <laughs> literally?" Um, but yeah, I think like I I've always just like I said I, I'm re- reiterating, but been a, so fascinated by this duplicity of having a a, a real like uh, Punisher, yeah. <laughs> like, in contrast with Saint Nicholas, um, I don't know. I mean, I think I think it's healthy for kids to have a good little scare. <laughs> A little bit of a scare. So this is so this is you know related, but kind of more actual holiday. Did you do Saint Nick's Day growing up? No, I did not. Okay. And and I know, but it is that the day after Krampus knocked, December sixth, I think. Correct. Well, yeah, because um, it's it's when you like wait. So he brings you stuff overnight on the fifth, and then you mm-hmm. like wake up on the sixth. Yeah. So um, it is a very German thing in my family did do saint next day is when this I was... the one where you leave your shoes out yes we didn't do it that way i mean in the in the traditional sense you would leave out your shoes and he would leave you like an orange and yes. some candy um we did it as like this is the day that you put your stockings up and then he'll leave you gotcha. like a little stocking stuffer i got a poly pocket horse trailer one time and incredible one time i got a uh, lip balm that was flavored like junior mints Ooh. Um, so those are those are the two things that made the strongest impression on me from my St. Nick <laughs> loot growing up. I actually we did um do this once in 
my French club in high school. Actually, we mm. we did do that. I re- I remember that now. Uh, but no, like familial wise, that was not a a thing. But yeah, I just am thinking that it would have been interesting to have Krampus in the mix there too. <laughs> well, and I was reading apparently something that um, was like a tradition is that on Krampus knocked, if he didn't like. <laughs> take you um he uh, families would have like golden bundles of sticks that were Mm. like quote left by krampus (laughs) as like a reminder and they would hang them in the home the rest of the year oh my goodness as like a reminder to the children that like if you're not good he gonna come back this is around see i was like I did not need Krampus as a child. As an anxious perfectionist, the idea of disappointing Santa was, <laughs> was by plenty. far punishment enough. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, I really, I mean, I, I feel like in my head, this is my personal agenda, I suppose. But like, American children only having Santa is literally the equivalent of like us getting participation trophies for everything. <laughs> like, well... He, he's gonna bring you a ton of gifts but if you're bad he will leave you a lump of coal like what did i lose in that situation this is true you know yeah there's no punishment there you just don't get the reward <laughs> yeah and then like you get like a piece of coal which okay that didn't that's not gonna hurt me that's like okay throw it away like if the the alternative is you're gonna get eaten by a goat man <laughs> okay I mean, that, that suddenly is there's slightly, a risk reward higher stakes <laughs> yeah very very different risk reward ratio there <laughs> they get dragged to hell so uh this i too also learned apparently uh like like i said from the pagan lore uh krampus is legend to be the son of hell the the norse god oh, of the underworld yes. um is kind of how he supposedly came to be um and so that's yeah that's why he drags drags people to the underworld yeah he's Uh, just taking them home yeah he just like i'm taking you home with me he said "Ooh, new pet he uh he is also often depicted with one hoof and one human foot and no one knows why (laughs) there's no no, like like that i don't either and i never noticed it like i've looked at many you know interpretations of him and things i've never noticed it until i read it in words and then i went back and started looking and it's it's very upsetting i do not i do not like that i do i do love that humble bride you just slid in there midge i've looked at a lot of krampus pictures (laughs) in my day and it was for research okay (laughs) i was trying to do betty von glampus and i needed reference photos yes yeah that's weird because i mean normally when someone is half man half creature it's not like literally yeah like, mi- like the middle one of half. each yeah or, yeah like a mr tumness situation like it's never yeah it's never it's vertically down no. the middle you don't do it hot dog style <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um go go check it out go look at go look at some krampus feet pics <laughs> Krampus, <laughs> two out of ten on Wiki Feet. I was literally going to say he'd have a very uh, fertile Wiki Feet page. <laughs> People would be like, "Wow, that's interesting." Mm-hmm. That seems like a really uh, weird place to wrap up the episode. <laughs> so maybe let's uh, let's let's try getting just a little bit outside of the feet talk. All right, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 
except I'm out of notes. So <laughs> what, when did you first hear about Krampus mm. and like what, what first intrigued my, you about the Krampus folklore? My, my first Krampus impressions. Yes. Uh, I think it was in high school. Um, I, again, I was, <laughs> I was the president of my French club. Ooh. Mm. Um, but I, we learned, I, I loved my French teacher. She was very like adamant about us, not just learning the language, but learning like history and culture. And we talked a lot about the, the different iterations of Christmas in not just France, but like Europe in general. Mm-hmm. And we, we do- talked about, um, you know, Belschnickel and Krampus. So like, that was the first time I had heard about it. Um, and I definitely remember that, like sticking with me for a second being like what a goat like like yeah the who um but i didn't think like too too much about it at the time until i mean i want to say probably like five years ago was when i really i I don't want to use the word obsession You're you're a Krampus enthusiast. I am. I really because there. I mean, I, I'm sure you remember there was a time where the Krampus parade like videos were really getting around yeah. on mm-hmm. Facebook and stuff, and that was definitely. I think it's kind of like what we talked about with the um with the nightmare episode. Like it's it was that place where Christmas met Halloween, mm-hmm. and that was very exciting to me. It was yeah. like, oh, this you know this is deeply christmas well it's actually deeply yule it's not christmas at all it's pagan but it's deeply like woven into the christmas fabric but it's horrifying and i love that (laughs) what about you do you remember when you heard of him oh i mean i feel like i probably heard about him in like i i took german classes and things Mm. And so I feel, and you know, I'm just kind of generally, I feel like I've said German a hundred times this episode. Yeah, you just but. need like a, a <laughs> you're the poster child of being from Milwaukee. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, I mean. Did, did, and, did I mention I went to Krampus Fest and also I took German classes and I'm also made of beer? It's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like just general, I, I think from like, you know, general German cultural stuff i had heard of him and i'm also i'm i'm one of those people who will always read the like 15 weird christmas stories from around the world kind of thing when i'm in like that festive mood and so you know that's where i was introduced to krampus and a lot of other creatures that you may hear about on a future episode of ghoul's night in Yes, I was going to say, Penny's got some some excitement for some other Christmas creatures, and we'll get into that. We'll we'll have have a (laughs) Christmas creature feature coming up. (gasps) That's a great episode name. Great job. Yeah. Keep an eye out in your podcast. (laughs) Podcatcher (laughs) of choice. Podcatcher of choice. That'll be showing up. But yeah, I think, you know, it it definitely has been within, like, the last couple of years that, like, I was aware of, like, Krampus events and, you know, just seeing him a lot more in things. I remember I got a Krampus scarf for a friend of mine for Christmas and just, like, was surprised at the array of Krampus merchandising (laughs) that you could get your hands on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad that he is a part of our, 
our culture now slowly yeah. but surely <laughs> i hope that if you had not heard of krampus before this episode that you will go do an absolute terrible deep dive in your google search history and just find the weirdest weirdest wonderfulest things <laughs> uh let us know follow us on instagram over at ghouls night in pod and let us know your own personal experience with krampus if we have anyone in our audience who has participated in a like krampus parade Ooh, yes. and has like dressed up as krampus please 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 send us photos i want to know everything <laughs> yes it is all, it is my dream is welcome Yes, it is my dream to participate in a Krampus parade. I oh, I think that would just be the absolute best. And of course, be sure to give us a review, rate us on your podcatcher of choice. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate y'all listening. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in today. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at Midge Munster. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at Penny Snark. We will talk to you next time. And until then, goodbye. goodbye.